Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 3085, Habit Change is Like Chess, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick. I read to you every single day of the year from the best articles and blogs I can find, with permission from the authors, of course. It's all in an effort to make your, and my day really, even a tiny bit better. Now, I'm no chess player, but luckily Steve helps and not much knowledge of the game is required to appreciate this post today. So with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Habit Change is Like Chess by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Changing a habit is like playing a game of chess. In chess, there's an early game, a middle game, and an end game. The same is true for habit change. Many people try to change their habits by skipping straight to the end game. They dive in and commit themselves to making the change happen right away. This is what people do when they make a New Year's resolution, and it hardly ever works. Scholars mate. Trying to change a habit overnight is like trying to execute scholars mate in chess. Scholars mate is a strategy of achieving checkmate in only four moves. It only works against total beginners. Against a chess player with an ounce of experience, scholar's mate will fail. A botched scholar's mate puts you in a disadvantaged position, so attempting it is usually a bad idea unless you're playing against a complete novice. Are you applying the scholar's mate strategy when trying to change old habits or adopt new habits? Do you go straight for the kill only to find your attempt shot down? When you try to change a habit without devoting sufficient time to the early game and middle game, you'll almost always fail to make the change stick. Only the very easy habits will succumb to this kind of brute force strategy. The early game of habit change is education and setup. In the middle game, you execute some changes to support your habit change, and only in the end game do you go directly for the kill. Early game. In the early game of chess, your goal is to set up your pieces for success. Move your pieces out, develop a solid pawn structure, get control of the center of the board, put some pressure on your opponent's pieces, defend your king. The goal of the early game is to get off to a strong start where you'll hopefully be able to gain an advantage. The end game is still a long way off. In the early game of habit change, you're also setting yourself up for future success. Read some books to educate yourself. Talk to people who've already made the change you seek. Write up a one-page plan for how you're gonna pull it off. These opening moves needn't be complicated, but they shouldn't be ignored. Middle game. In the middle game of chess, you'll normally become more aggressive, but you still aren't going for checkmate yet. 
you're mainly looking for opportunities to gain an advantage in material, position, or momentum. Use solid tactics to weaken your opponent until you have a shot at checkmate. In the middle game of habit change, your goal is to attack the scaffolding around the habit, not to go after the habit directly. What tactics can you use to give you an advantage? For example, if you wanna change your diet, purge all the problem foods from your house, pick five restaurants where you can order healthy meals, learn 10 new healthy recipes, and recruit a buddy to go through the same change. Tell other people about the change you're attempting and request their support. For any habit you want to change, you should be able to come up with at least a dozen tactical moves that'll increase your advantage. End game. In the end game of chess, your goal is to checkmate your opponent's king. If you do a good job in the early game and middle game, you'll be in a strong position to achieve checkmate. If you race through the first two stages, your own king will probably be mated instead. The end game is often fairly straightforward. Usually it's clear that you've either won or lost by this point. In the end game of habit change, you finally initiate the change with a goal of making it stick. This is the point where you would begin a 30-day trial. Only in the end game do you actually try to change your habit. Up until this point, you're simply jockeying for an advantage that will make the end game successful. Fortunately, unlike chess, in the game of habit change, you can spend as long as you want in the early game and middle game. You don't have to worry about a timer counting down or an opponent trying to outthink you. If you fail in the end game, meaning your new habit doesn't stick, your mistake was most likely not in the end game. You probably screwed it up in the early game or middle game. You didn't take enough time to educate and prepare yourself and or you didn't do enough work to give yourself a decisive advantage before you started. The role of self-discipline. If you feel you must call forth a seemingly inhuman level of self-discipline while trying to change one of your habits, it usually means you botched or neglected the early game and or middle game. Sweating through a habit change isn't self-discipline. Sweating is the consequence of executing an ineffective strategy. More sweat won't help much. Picture a chess player sweating every move in the endgame. Is this a good player? Often, this is a sign of a weak player. For a skilled, disciplined player, the endgame frequently plays itself, with the outcome being a foregone conclusion. Since there are fewer pieces on the board, there are fewer options to consider. If you can't even make it through the first week of a new habit without feeling an overwhelming urge to quit because you have to push yourself unreasonably hard to keep going, your mistakes were made long before you even began day one. You're trying to pull off the equivalent of scholar's mate and your imaginary opponent isn't stupid enough to fall for it. Sometimes a little self-discipline will be required in the end game, especially if you're tackling a really tough habit. But if you built a solid foundation in the earlier stages, the end game will often be smooth sailing. The proper role of self-discipline is to make the best moves you can in the early game and middle game, such that by the time you reach the end game, achieving checkmate is easy and straightforward. Self-discipline also plays a major role even before the early game. Did you give proper attention to study, practice, and training before you challenged your opponent to a match? Do you know your strengths and how to leverage them? 
Do you know your opponent's weaknesses and how to take advantage of them? Are you prepared to win? If you take a disciplined approach to habit change, you won't be sweating the end game. By the time you're starting on day one of your new habit, you'll have already knocked the legs out from under your old habit and build the necessary scaffolding to support your new habit. When you finally begin day one, you'll already have the upper hand. What can you do to put yourself in a more advantageous position with respect to changing one of your habits? How can you eliminate obstacles, cut off escape routes, derail threats, gain more leverage, take control of the center, etc.? What early and middle game strategy and tactics will virtually guarantee success before you even begin day one? Incidentally, applying chess concepts to personal development is an example of how cultivating many different interests enables us to transplant basic concepts from one field to another to solve problems creatively. You just listened to the post titled, Habit Change is Like Chess by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com and I'll be right back with my commentary. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money and this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. Thank you to Steve, a great guy that I've been lucky enough to meet. A habit that I've more recently introduced for myself is getting some sunlight first thing when I wake up, pretty much before I do anything else. For me, I think it helps me get tired a bit earlier than normal, which I need. I tend to be a night owl, so it's easy to get carried away and throw off my sleep schedule by going to bed way too late. And luckily, this habit doesn't require too much effort or self-discipline. It feels good to get some sun early. It's not like it's painful. And I usually feel better after, as opposed to exhausted or sore from something strenuous. So it's a bit of an easier one to implement, but what this article got me thinking about is how I can actually make that new habit part of the early game of a different habit, like exercise. So for example, instead of just walking around slowly out in the sun in the morning, I could jump rope or do some squats, something a little bit more, but using the outside time as my early game, like a stepping stone to something more. I think it's a great idea that can get me exercising just a bit more. So thank you to Steve for the idea and for the article. Thank you for being here and listening every day. Couldn't do it without you. And hopefully this one sparked a good idea for you too. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.